And so we see here in these scriptures that God have created Lucifer, which we now know as Satan, the devil. And we know that God in, in this script, it said he was, he was, he was made perfect. He was made with all the jewel, with the diamond and the purbuncle and the onyx and the sapphire and he, he was the created cherub and so god made him special he was made special you know with the, the, the you know the way god wanted him to be and he was made uh, all by himself there was no other description of any other made of god as uh the way he created lucifer and so lucifer was this man he was shining and he was bright and he was i know he, he you know he was the music leader i know he was you know people bowed down to him he was looked upon he was you know because he, he was he was special he was made and ordained specially walked in the midst of the hidden and in the up in heaven he was in the garden of Eden, walking around and but then because of his beauty and the position that god have given him now he believed that oh you know i have position now i i you know i have power now i i am special now you know there's no one like me but one thing he did not realize one thing i don't believe that he realized that the god who created him was a god who was able to see his heart and so because of that the bible said the bible didn't say that he said he didn't mention to anyone he, he did not the bible said in his heart in his heart he become corrupted in his heart and now because god have ordained him and give him such high position and he was looked upon because he was a special creation of god now he believed that now i have the power now i'm gonna build my my, my heaven i'm gonna build um, above god now we believe that he is god now he's believing that he has power jeremiah 17 and verse 9 said the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it when we think of when i when i talk, think of this scripture right here and even within this time of, you know, within this time, within our, our, our community, you know, family, friends, you know, um, this area, people that we see in the news, you know, with people in the community, you know, family and friends. The Bible said the heart is desperately wicked. And you could see sometimes in the news, who can know the heart is no one. The only one who can know the heart is God. He's the one, he's the God of the heart because he judges from the heart. And so uh, this scripture again, 2 Corinthians 11 and verse 14. And, and, and so marvel, no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. And so he was created as an angel of light and we are people in our life and you know people we look upon people who who we praise people who we adore people who, who they are our role models who we want to be like these people and so we see these people and because we judge them from their outer appearance because you know they're nice and they're nice to us not knowing the heart because only god can judge the heart he is the god of the heart and so 
the angel of light are, are, are the ones who like, would be like the enemy. Well, they shine, they bright. Angel of light, you know, people looked upon them, people adore them. Angel of light, you know, oh, he's such a nice person. Oh, he would never do that. Oh, she would never do that. Oh, she would never say that. Because no, I could put my, I could put my head on the block. Oh, I could swear she would never do such thing. But the Bible speak of the angel of light. These are the ones that, that on the outer appearance, they're nice. You can't turn your back because once you turn your back, they will talk about you. They would gossip about you. They would have the hatred, the, the malice, the hatred, you know, the, the things that goes on in the heart that only God can see. We are not able to see the heart and we are not able to judge but the only thing we know is that there's one which is a righteous judge we know that there's one christ jesus who he judges from the heart we judge from the outer appearance in our life in our society i i i think of myself sometimes too because before i learned the word of god i would judge men i would just you know you see the husband you want the husband i'm talking to the young people you know the, the one who are single who want the husband or the male who want the wife. And so you would see a female and oh, she's not pleasing to your eyes. No, this one, you know, like tall dog and some are like this. You have to be this way. And so in our mind and in our imagination, we think of the things that we like. Not, not putting Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 to acknowledge God in all our ways. Because he said, once you acknowledge me, I will direct your step. And so we are not able to see your heart. But we have the things that we like. The pride of life, the lust of the flesh, the lust, the things that to our own eyes, the things that make up, that we gravitate towards, the things that make us feel good, which is not really good for us. And so we see the things for us to take a certain boy to mama. That boy better be in the college. We want to make sure that this boy have, you know, education. This boy must be from a family. You know, we want this boy to drive a nice car. We like the materialistic vanity stuff in life. We, we, I, and it's never about God. It's never about what God wants. What is good for us? What is good for my daughter? What is good for my son? Who is good? Who is the right person? Who is right? The compatible? The one who have the same opinion? The one who have the same ideas? Amos 3, 3 said, two cannot walk unless they agree. And so we look, we walk and walk about and we try to match people with, with the outer appearance and not the personality, not the heart of that person, not the heart of God, the one who loved Jesus Christ. Because I tell you what, the Bible said, love is God and God is love. And so for you to have love, you have to have God, the true love. Because if you don't have the true love and I get on your nerves, you know what? Soon you're going to be seeing someone else. You, you will not want me no more. You know, I have the kids, then I'm broken down. I'm not looking so so good like the way you you had me before. A uh, man, you know, I, she, she changed. She don't take herself. She's not looking good. You know, I don't like the way she looks. You know, she's not keeping herself up, not realizing about all them kids. You know, the home, everything that goes into being a mom, everything that 
being a wife because we women especially we women we have to be able to hold everything up we have to be able to hold the community up we have to be able to hold the household up. the husband have to be right the kids homework school and everything that goes on in life we have to be able to give the advice and not only that we have to be able to keep a straight look we have to be able to have a nice smile on our face because guess what when Jose come home and the face is not right because the day wasn't so bright things wasn't going our way but we are not allowed to have that 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 emotion because next thing you're gonna know man i don't know what what i did to her man she you know her face i don't know what i did but no understanding so back to what i'm saying about us we have to acknowledge god acknowledge in in, in all our ways we are talking about the heart of man and so we know that in everything we do we have to acknowledge god i'm not able to because if i'm gonna look at you and say well you know wonder wonder if he's good maybe he is not good maybe he's a serpent maybe he's angel of light that's judging immediate that that that's that's a sin right there so we have to live we have to live acknowledging god acknowledging god john john 15 and verse 5 said abide in me because except you abide in me you can do nothing because we can do nothing in this life except we abide in christ jesus and we are speaking about the heart a lot of times we in our self we believe that we can for God, we try to be something on the outside. We try to, you know, appear as as if we we are perfect. We appear as if we are we are doing right, and so men will please us. Men will 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 praise us because oh no, you know, this person is good for that which is highly esteemed by you and I, the ones. The pastors, the leaders, the teachers, you know, people will look upon the family members that, who are sometimes pedophiles, you know, the ones who, who the life that they live that we do not know because God see the heart. But he said, for that which is highly esteemed among men is abomination in the sight of God. And so must we continue to lean on our own understanding not understanding the heart a lot of times we go even in the church we go in the church and we are in the service and our heart our heart is not there our heart is not in the service sometimes the family member would get on our mind and we would give the bright smile and the big smile and we would speak well and the heart is not well the heart is not we are we are not sitting right in our heart the heart we, we are not at the place where our heart supposed to be because the bible said with a clean hands and a pure heart we shall see god and so god cannot be galatians 6 and verse 7 do not be don't be don't confuse yourself because god is not mocked because whatever we sow that will we reap. Meaning the things that we do a lot of times, there are people I know growing up, people who I'm close with, and, and, and they'll be Christian. Sometimes they are married couples, and then they hide and they do things which is not illicit relationships. 
you know, just things which is not right, boyfriend, girlfriend, which, you know, is not adultery, which is not right. And so they hide. They tend to hide. They hide behind the curtain. When they see someone, they would hide. But God is seeing us. God is seeing us. So when we go behind the door and we close the door and we are all by ourselves, when no one is looking, when we are in the closet, and when we sit and we, in our, in our imagination, the vain imagination and the things that goes on, the hatred and the malice, malice and the grudge, and all these things that, that, that goes on in our heart. God he is the judge. He is seeing our heart. And so we have to know that the heart must be pure. The heart must be clean. The heart is where we are judged from. God do not judge us from what we do. He will not judge us from what, you know, I go here and I give. Oh, here, you know, I'm on the Facebook and I'm giving. I give because I want the entire world to see that I'm giving someone and give. I'm, I want you to see, you know, the charity work that I'm doing. I want you to see that I'm going, I'm feeding the homeless. I want you to see I've already given the money that I put in the, in the offering plate. No, God don't judge you from that. Because a lot of times, you know, the things that we do, we do uh, ourselves. We do to please each other. I do because I want to see you. But then we, I want you to see what I am doing. But the Bible said, are we pleasers of men or we are pleasers of God? Because at the end of the day, he is the judge. He is a righteous judge. He's the one who sees our hearts and he's the one who judge from our heart. So in everything that we do, we have to be mindful. We have to be intentional. We have to be conscious that there's a God who's seeing what we do. It's a God who's seeing our heart. And so we know whatever we do, uh, one thing, I, I, one advice I give to myself, whatever goes on in my heart, because you know, we, we are not perfect. We are not perfect being. And, and the things will come. The things which is not of God, it will come. But then we have to stand. The Holy Spirit is the one that God has given us. And the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 17, that in our body is the temple of the Lord. And the Holy Spirit dwells therein. And so the Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us, He is the one. He instructs us. He correct, he improve, he reprove, he rebuke, he teaches, he comfort, he, he is, he is, I call him my babysitter. I call him my babysitter because when we are out of line, he's the one who said, no, you can't think that way. No, you can't do that way. Oh no, you're, you're judging because we, we, we are all, we are all fall short of it. We are all of sin and come short of the glory of God. No one is perfect, but we have to be mindful. You have to be mindful of the things we do in action and in deed, in word. And we have to remember that everything that we do in word or deed, God must be glorified. And that's Colossians 3 and verse 17. He must be glorified. Whatever we do, nothing to be with uh, about us. The Bible said, oh, God created all things for himself. Principalities, powers, rulers of darkness in high places, all were created by him and for him and for his glory. And so we are here at this time and we are talking about the heart. And so he created us and he's seen our heart. And we want to live a life which is pleasing. We want to be humble at heart. We want to be able to 
acknowledge God. We want to be able to acknowledge him in all our ways, in everything that we do. He said, acknowledge me. We want to be able to walk upright, to live a holy life, to do the things which is right. It's commandment. And we know that the commandment of God, the first and the second greatest commandment, Mark 12 and verse 30 and 31, that we have to love the Lord thy God with all our hearts, with all our soul and our mind. We have to, with all our strength, we have to love the Lord our God. Do we love the Lord, oh God, with all our heart, that, this heart that he has given us? He's the one who preserves the heart. He's the one who gives life. He's the one who protects. He's the one who preserves life. The air that we breathe. Do we love the Lord, our God, with all our hearts? I think about me with the first boyfriend, you know, way back then when, you know, when you love, when you love. You love and you love and you love and you love him so much with all your heart. All you do is just want to talk about him. Your friend can't call because once they call the phone, you know, they, they, they're tired of you because all you do is just talking about John and, and it's just all about John. But by the phone and, and all about John, if you see mama calling you, you would ignore because at this moment, you don't want mama calling. You don't, you, you all about John. You know, just about the love. You want to make sure that John is, is in comfort. You want to make sure you're in right standing. You want to make sure that you're doing everything to please John because you love him with all your heart. You love. And so you do anything. I'll do anything to please him. I, 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 I love him. And, and so God, it's a commandment that we love him with all our hearts. Do we love God with all our hearts? Do we serve him with all our hearts? Do we love him in, in spite of situation, in spite of trials, and in spite of the tribulation? Because he said in this life, we will have trials and tribulation. But he said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. And he have not. He said, I will provide for you. I will provide your needs. Your needs I will supply, which he is supplying our needs. He said, cast your care upon me because I care for you. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But are we putting our trust in God? Are we putting all our confidence, all our hearts, all our desire in this God? John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, his one and only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have life. Believing in God is an action word. It's an action word that we have to live the life. We have to show we believe. I believe you. And so he said that the, the table is there. He set the table. It, it, you know, we, we only need to go at the table because the table is there. And the invitation is there for us to come. To come. Just do what is right. Come with a clean hands and a pure heart. He's doing everything. He, he gave us peace. He gave us power. Isaiah 40 and verse 29. He said, I give power to the faint. And to those who have no might, I increase strength. Second Timothy 1 and verse 7. For God have not given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. You have given us power. You have given us love. You have given us a sound mind. 
You have given us peace. John 14, 27, peace. I leave with you my peace. I give unto you. Not as the world give, give I unto you. Don't let your heart be troubled or don't be afraid. We're living in this time of COVID where there are a lot of uncertainties and all these things that we see that is happening around us. What the Bible told us in Matthew 24 of the last days and of all these things that are happening. And he said, do not be afraid. He said, expect these things will come to pass. Isaiah 55 and verse 11. His word will not go back to him void, but it will accomplish. His word will not go back to him empty. It will accomplish everything that it was set up for to do. And so we must know that the word of God will accomplish. We have to look up. We have to abide. He said, unless you abide in me, because he is the true vine, we can do nothing. And all of what I'm saying, we can do nothing except we abide in Christ Jesus. He's the one who has given us the strength, the Holy Spirit to lead and direct, to teach us and to direct us into truth in all things. He teaches us in all things as long as we abide. My sheep hear my voice and they listen because the Holy Spirit is the one, he communicates a lot. He communicates. But unless we listen, unless we are still, unless we, we have to build that relationship. We have to build a relationship. If you have your wife or if you have your husband and you get up and every day you get up, sleep, get up, go, no communication. You get up every day, sleep, go. What, 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 what is that? What is that? To build communication, build a relationship. More about Jesus would I know. More of his love toward the shore. How would we know more about him? We have to learn about him. We have to study 2 Timothy 2.15 to show ourselves approved unto him. We have to communicate with him. He said, abide in me. Abide. How do we abide? To sit in Christ Jesus. To lay in Christ Jesus. To know that to abide, we are, we are there. We are focused. We are fixed in him. And we are fixed on his word. We are learning his word. We are learning more about him. How to please him. The things that is required of us. The way to live. The road. Because he is the one who knows our life. And if we abide in him. If we are not leaning on our own understanding. Because we lean on our own understanding so much. And then what we find is that we go around in circles. In circles. In circles. Every year we have the same ultimatum we have the same uh, 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 ideas we, have, we want the same thing what they call it at the, uh, the beginning of the year pastor sean we make that what, what they new call year's it resolution the new resolution. year's resolution oh, amen resolution. yes and so we make the same resolution year after year after year after year and every year we have the same resolution you come into the gym because i'm i'm a person in the gym you get to the gym and at the first, the beginning of the year, the gym is so full because these are the new resolution people. But I'm sorry, but by the time it get to February, March, you don't see them no more. But then come January, then you see them because we lean on our own understanding. 
We try to do things. We do not include God in, in our fears. We do not go and ask God, is, is this right? Abba, is this right? My father, is this right? Can I do this, Abba? And we wait for an answer. Because believe it or not, if we communicate, answer you will get. You will get an answer. And sometimes the answer will not be in the voice. The answer could be your little niece. It could be from a child. The Bible said a child shall leave them. The Bible said, unless we become as little children, we cannot enter to the kingdom of God. And so God, the way God works, his, his thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. Because God is God. And he works in mysterious ways. And we cannot wrap, we cannot explain God away. And so the way he works, if we only trust him, if we only put all our confidence in him, if we only put all our hope in him and acknowledge him in all our ways, he will direct our path. He will direct our step. A lot of times we do things and we don't understand what lies ahead. We, we believe that it's good for us because this is what I like. But is it the plan of God? Is it the plan of God? Because he has a plan for each and every one of us here. Do we go to him and ask him, what is your plan for my life? I find myself saying, God, you know, whatever you want, Abba, you know, just let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm just good. I just surrender. I just submit myself. I will just submit my heart because I tried all my life to do things my way and it didn't work. And so I find now that I am applying the word. I find I am more, I have more peace. I, I, I find I have more joy because I'm not, the Bible said, God will put the desire in your heart. I think I have the scripture here. He will put the desire in your heart. And isn't that a beautiful thing if our Abba is going to put his desire in our heart? Just give me a moment here. Psalm 37 and verse 4. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give. It's not grant. Once we delight ourselves, he will give us the desire. And when God give us his desire... I, I am waiting for this, that desire because I'm still in the process of, of, of delighting myself. Because he said, if you delight yourself in me, I will give you the desire. And that desire will be of peace and, and everything that we do will just be you know, of Christ Jesus, because then you avail yourself, then you submit yourself, then you know that my, my, my life is not my own, but in you, Lord, I depend, in you I live, in you I move, in you I have my being, you are my God, you're the one who instruct me, you're the one who direct me, you're the one who give me life, in you the breath of life is from you. And so I know of a fact, there's nothing I can do of myself. And so as long as we know that we can do nothing of ourselves, we surrender. 
We surrender. I surrender my heart to you, God. I submit my spirit, soul, and body to you, God. Because I know, I know you will direct my path. A lot of times we have problems, problems ahead of us. But we don't know because we don't know what lies ahead. We don't know because we are not God and we cannot see the future. But then we know we are just going because I have my plan. This is what I'm doing. And so for next year, I am going and this is what I will be doing. Two, three years. If you put 10 kids together, if you think back 20 years ago, all your little relative and cousins and brothers and sisters, because we, we Jamaican, we have a way of asking, what would you like to be when you grow up? And so we always ask this to our kids. And if you think of 10 of your relatives, that would, they would tell you, oh, I want to be a this, I want to be a that. Oh, I'm going to be a this and I'm going to be a that. Go back and revisit and see how many of them are walking in the heart, in their heart desire. Because God is the one who direct our path, direct our step. I think it's Proverbs 16 and verse 9. Said, man heart devised his way, but the Lord directed his step. So we have things in our heart and the things that we want to do. Not submitting ourselves, but believing that we are self-sufficient. Believing that we control our own life and we can do as we please. Not so. So now we learn, we have to continue to trust God. Not to lean on our own understanding, but in every, in all we do, we acknowledge him because he will direct our path. And so when he provides for us and he gave us the heart to go and, and do a little charity work, and now we want to be seen and we want to be next to the homeless taking the pictures and we want to see at the soup kitchen giving out the food and we take the pictures and we post all these pictures because we want to be seen by man. But Matthew 6 and verse 1, that's it's not a good idea because you will not, there's no reward for you. Because the Bible said, everything must be done to the honor and glory of God. Matthew 12 and verse 35. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. That, that one is plain, you know, you see people around you, um, different personality, you know, different mind, different thinking, this different thoughts. And, and there are people who, who would, you know, like for me, I'm not the type of person that would keep things in my heart. So if I have a word, it doesn't matter, you know, no, I'm, I'm in to Christ Jesus. Let us just continue to love, trust God, acknowledging in hollow ways. God bless you all. I love you.